Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris show at this week, at this time every week, I should say. Lisa Lanier, our official attorney, joins us for a segment we call Lawyer Up. Inside several legal cases, she solves them all. Some real good ones here today. Lisa, hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. I hope you are. Doing very well. Thank you. One, we're just going to throw at you here without any kind of preview. The story just came up in a dim report that a man in Canada has been charged with Canadian mischief, <laughs> which is the worst kind, yeah. because he <laughs> would paint up a white panel van with the words free candy on it, then go around with the window rolled down and his hand out going, free candy, follow me, free candy. <laughs> and his whole goal was to get views on his TikTok and to literally get the FBI to show up at his house, which of course wouldn't happen because the FBI is here in the United States. But our question was, if I went to a park and put up a table and just said, free candy, kids 12 and under, you know, I see that I know your mind connects the dots of, oh, this is some pervert trying to lure kids. Or if I took our perverted van here that looks like a perv van that's white. Through no fault of its own. Through no fault of its own. It's 25-year-old van. It's rusting out on the top. Well, there's power not, steering doesn't work. Nothing. There's nothing inside it. It's a, it's a total shell is all it is. You know, we use it for moving radio Heavy broadcast equi of equipment. equipment. Sometimes I borrow it for uh, Your moves. furniture, my moves. And one time I even picked my kid up at school with it, and I had him and his friend crawl That's in the right. back of it. That was really There's it. only one. Yeah. yeah. There's one passenger seat. Yeah, Everything else is just cargo space. That's right. <laughs> duck so, down, duck down. <laughs> so anyway, if I put free candy on the side of that and rode around town going, free candy, free candy, and then stopped and literally gave out free candy that was not tainted in any way, is that a crime or is it not a crime? It is not a crime, and people do this pretty frequently. It, like over the years, there have been people, like you were saying about the Canadian guy, just you know trying to get attention for various reasons, and uh, they'll take an old, you know, nasty-looking, you know, white rape van. As you know, what my <laughs> all right, nobody <laughs> said that. Objection! Objection! <laughs> and drive it around, all right? Right, and drive around with free candy, you know, spray painted on the side of it and giving out candy. Mm. And uh, no, it's not. You're you're definitely. Um, in fact, somebody somebody uh, wrote this on Reddit a while back uh, about that they were doing this just recently, like this year, and uh, that they wanted to do this for whatever reason and wanted to know if it was legal. And everybody basically said, you know, it's legal, but you're asking for trouble. Uh, yeah, that's mm. right. That's the that's the whole thing. That's that's sort of what we thought. Uh, that yeah. it would yeah, be. No. I mean, there really isn't a crime there. But uh, in our minds, we're just like, oh my God, keep your kids away from it. Now, you, you, know? you have to be careful where you park, too, because if if someone asks you to leave a parking lot, then you might be trespassing. Then it's a different thing, probably. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting story here. This involves food and a, a class action lawsuit that started three years ago. Three different plaintiffs have sued the A&W Root Beer Company, and they have won. I'm wondering if you're surprised they won with this. Apparently, customers were, were misled by the side of A&W Root Beer cans, which claimed it was made with aged vanilla. In reality, the cream soda and root beer gets its flavor from an artificial synthetic ingredient called ethanol vanillin. Uh, 
which is not <laughs> which is not <laughs> ethyl like, ethyl vanillin. I don't like that ethyl part. Which Ethel's is bad. That is not. <laughs> I've met ethyl. She aged is. vanilla. <laughs> 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 well, these three have sued A and W for fifteen million dollars, and customers without proof of purchase can get five dollars and fifty cents if you have receipts that you've had an A and W root beer. Can you just show them an X-ray of the spot on your lung? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's twenty-five dollars. That's twenty-five dollars for you. Any surprise in the ruling on this one, Lisa? No, not at all. You really can't claim to have. You know, this is over and over and over. These companies lose when they claim to have some particular ingredient, a natural ingredient, or like this, you know, an aged, aged vanilla. And then not only is it not in the product whatsoever, but they use some kind of synthetic replacement. That creeps everybody out. Like you know, you all are like ooh, you know. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a pretty much of a slam dunk. And so they, um, the judge, there were some uh, some motions. The judge ruled against Keurig Dr Pepper that that makes the root beer, and uh, so they they basically saw that they were losing, and so they settled. Oh. And uh, so they set aside this fifteen million dollars for folks to claim their their piece of it okay uh, yeah i'm, I'm kind of I, I on the one side as a consumer i guess i'm glad that you know their their labeling mm-hmm. was called out but on the other hand not to defend big corporate big soda mm-hmm. who brought this how would someone yeah who, who discovers that there's not aged vanilla in their root beer well it was cream soda i guess it was just three people and this was in uh 2020 so are they, these are these the, the you know legal pissants mm-hmm. are these mm-hmm. just root beer lovers apparently root beer lovers and they brought it because they looked at the back of the can and did not see the word vanilla who they does saw, that they saw uh yeah. ethyl vanillin <laughs> which is like a villain in itself on the back yeah. of there and they had time on their hands because it was the summer of 2020 and everything was shut down so mm-hmm. So they took yeah, it the height of, height of the shutdown. The article I read implied that they were just bored. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind Crazy. of looking yeah. for something to do. Yeah. yeah. And brought the suit. Crazy. And now got us all $5 if you've had an A&W root beer. Honestly, I don't think I ha- I don't like root beer, so I haven't had an A&W. I don't, I don't like, like cream soda. Yeah. I like cream soda. I haven't had that either. So you get five bucks, which is probably the equivalent of about what two cans of root yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. Something not like to that. pound A&W, but there's a lot of, there are a lot of root beers out there if you're a root beer drinker that are, more natural is that, that right? you can buy in the bottles and stuff. Yeah. Is that, mug the best? I don't know. Mug or that uh, IBC? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's old school bottles. Yeah. IBC. Pretty yeah. flavorful. My son loves it. I think you either love or hate root beer. I can't yeah. stand I it. I love it. Do you? Yeah. yeah. It's got that. It's some pungent taste. Flavor to it I don't like, but don't some like people either. absolutely love it. Let, let, let me ask you if you're surprised by this ruling, Lisa. Here's another one that's been ruled on already. Pretty fascinating here. It's from Canada. There was a disagreement between a farmer in Saskatchewan and a company that was trying to buy grain, this was two years ago, a buyer for the company sent a mass text to a bunch of farmers trying to buy grain, uh, around 100 tons of grain. A farmer named Chris Actor called him back, and they talked it through, and then the buyer texted Chris a message that said, please confirm the contract. Chris texted back a thumbs-up emoji, (laughs) but he says now, I didn't even read the contract. I was just thumbs-upping him to say, I got it. You know, I've got the contract. Well, the person on the other end took it as, you've approved the contract, sent the grain. <laughs> now, the judge has sided with the person who says the thumbs up emoji meant, I read the contract. Is a contract? It is a contract. It was legally binding, the thumbs up. Legally binding. Was that surprising right. to you, Lisa? Not really. This has been a problem in U.S. courts as well. You know, the case you're talking about happened in Canada, but um, it's so bad. And, and people are, are like, it's in criminal law. It's in contract law. And uh, some law schools are teaching units and classes 
on emoji law. I mean, it's basically <laughs> um, because it's it gets interpreted. So um, so these businesses, you know, you can form a contract with emails and text messages. It doesn't have to be a piece of paper. And when you use an emoji, the, the court then, if there becomes a dispute, you know, the court has to decide what was the intent. And they use a standard of the objective intent, not what you really meant. So mm. like this farmer was saying, but that's not what I really meant. Right. But the court said, just like they would here in the United States, but a reasonable person would interpret that to mean that you agreed with the contract, and so you lose. And so you have to be careful because it, it may get misinterpreted. Mm. So the, you know, the, rule, the rule is if you're talking business, you know, don't use an emoji. Spell it out. Mm, I don't like it. Fair point. Yeah, I just now, I could see him almost saying, "Make sure you read the contract." Okay, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that, right, that's that what I thought. Yeah, up. the thumbs up. Like I got what yeah. you sent. Not I've read it and will do it. Count this as my signature. Yeah, I I, I think that's too little. It's emoji law. Yeah, it's emoji but, law. You know, if, he, if he was just acknowledging receipt of the message personally, I would have put the little. The little emoji, the, like the little emoji that you can put on the message itself, like, got it. Oh yeah, you know, like, yeah. I don't know how to do I, that. I don't, do, I I don't know do how that. to do that. <laughs> Sometimes I'll make a little joke or something, and I'll see a ha ha, and I don't know how that ha ha got there. <laughs> oh, how to do that? You ever see a ha ha? I don't know how. I don't know how to ha ha. And it'll say like, "Oh, Susan laughed at an image," and I'm like, oh, huh? "Who's this Susan? <laughs> what in the world? How? I don't know. I, I didn't hear it. I do not know how to do that. Or there'll be a little. All of a sudden, there's a little exclamation point. Oh, <laughs> emphasize. Yeah. Well, don't send Susan an eggplant and a donut. She'll no, take it the wrong way. Right. You know, I. I have to call into question something our very own Lisa Lanier did to me about a month ago. We were texting back and forth about one of these stories, and I sent my Bitmoji with a thumbs up. You know, my Bitmoji. Why do you still use that? I love that Bitmoji. It was smiling with my glasses on with a thumbs up, and Lisa wrote back, who's that? that looks- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, your Bitmoji looks 25 years younger than you do. Because that's when it was created. So 2015. That's, that's me. I, that's me and my bit. I love that Bitmoji. My son makes fun of that, too. You know, it's not as bad as what Dave does, though. He draws a Hitler mustache on it and sends it back. <laughs> or devil horns he puts devil horns on it and sends it back they caught me over, they caught me at the biscuitville drive through once with that and i was just like what and uh the woman at the biscuitville standing said oh man somebody who's that somebody who's doesn't the, like who's you. a nazi at the window <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> terrible it's absolutely terrible uh there is a gentleman today in salida colorado who is trying to tell his side of a story he and he alone has been accused of ridding that town of its 75-year history of having a festival come to town with rides, with games, you know, a carnival. Apparently, they had a street fair and carnival every year for 75 years. This gentleman has lived in Salida, Colorado, for 12 years. And each of the 12 years he's been there, and the guys have come with the carnival and they keep encroaching closer and closer to his property, where one of the rides actually goes onto his property just by a little bit. So the guy, for year after year, has said, how about moving these rides back a little? So they make a small adjustment here. They put the rides. Finally, the guy who runs the fair, they had set up everything and all of that, and the homeowner said, I don't want this encroaching on my property because my homeowner's insurance won't pay for it if somebody gets hurt. It's a dangerous ride. could be a dangerous ride. He said, I want you to move it. Well, eventually they just said, forget it, we're pulling out. So right before the, the carnival, carnival they anybody? had no carnival, and a bunch of uh, 
teens showed up at this guy's house and they started throwing urine and feces onto his property. He took our tilt to world man. <laughs> teens. It's the one thing we had, man. Okay. So now that gentleman. Get out of Salida, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's right so the homeowner said please i want to tell my side of the story I, my homeowner's insurance will not pay for this he's probably right he's right is fair it? killer i mean but he's known now as the fair killer <laughs> what do you think about this case lisa pretty fascinating to me it is and you know the problem this homeowner in salita he's a lawyer uh-huh. so you know yeah. That's the problem. That's you the problem they, right there, these lawyers. That's the problem right uh, there. Just, yeah. yeah, that's the problem. Mm. But he knows, and they've encroached more and more on his property, and he's he's to the point of like, look, I'm I'm now going to be liable if somebody gets hurt on this ride. Mm-hmm. And and I think he's right, you know, because he's if he allows them to put the ride on his property. and But the problem is, you know, the Salida Town Board blamed him for it, and everybody blamed him for it. So all these people were throwing bags, like you said, of feces and urine and hating on this. <laughs> Hating on this poor guy, yeah. but now it's kind of it's kind of come full circle. I think a little bit, and, and they're starting to realize it was more complicated than this. The board has now kind of retracted their blame that they were putting on him, and they were like, "Well, actually, the the carnival people were angry because the town was supposed to have cleared the streets by putting up notices: you can't park here, you'll be towed. Then they didn't." do that timely mm-hmm. and so there was a big three-day delay and the carnival had to pay all this overtime uh-huh. to their employees who couldn't set up and stuff so there's a lot more to it than just this guy and his property so mm-hmm. the carnival just said over the years it, the town had just gotten more and more difficult to work with so they were done okay and so i think it's gonna it's gonna blow over and the guy will yeah. hopefully go stop flinging feces at him yeah i, <laughs> I sorry about the bag of poop <laughs> in retrospect my dad explained the liability <laughs> <laughs> Give me your pee on your porch. We did all this in error. Sorry, man. <laughs> Look, we bu- we put our money together and got you some edibles. <laughs> I can buy my own. It's, it's Colorado. Legal. It's legal. <laughs> what an awful town. But the, they, they don't do the proper thing for the fair. The one guy says, well, it's liability for my property. And they go, oh, it's his fault. The, the yeah. fair is moving out. And this guy did it. You know. Let, let me just pick up this pile of human excrement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, it was a dog's. No, it's mine. <laughs> we thought about it, and we were in the wrong on yeah. this. Well, good. I'm glad it's come full circle on this guy because he's right. If somebody gets thrown into his house and breaks their arm, he's the one that's in trouble for that. You know, that's it. Uh, uproar in Italy. Now, this is more international law here, but a judge there has adjudicated on a case that took place a couple of years ago. A 17-year-old student was at a high school in Rome. She was walking up a staircase to class with a friend when she felt unmistakably her trousers fall down and a hand touch her buttocks and grab her underwear. Uh She turned around and saw a 66-year-old caretaker for the school who said, you know, I love you, gal. I'm just joking around. Well, he groped her. Well, she got very upset by this, as you can imagine. It all goes to court a year later. And the judge ruled on it that since the groping was under 10 seconds. Uno, due, tre. 
<laughs> he called it a brief grope and said no charges. Uh, dismiss, brief grope dismissed. So now the first ten uh, seconds are free. For, yeah. Well, now do this we, opens up a whole new. Now, do you, we need grope refs? You can imagine. Like in the NBA, people are pretty upset by this, and okay. a lot of women are going on their social media and showing you here's how long ten seconds is, oh, and he no. groped her for that long. And this judge, I would think if it was in the United States, he'd be out of business. He would be uh, disbarred. Hillary. Yeah. Yes. Lisa, are you stunned by this, as everybody else is? You know, it's it's not so surprising, really, coming out of Italy. Italy is, is really behind the times in terms of mm. particularly sexual assault. But there's a recent statistic that 70% of women in Italy say that they've been sexually assaulted in some way. Mm. and most of them, And most of them don't even bother to tell the authorities because they don't think anybody's going to take it seriously like this girl and um but yeah like the judge the judge said it was a palpata brevi which is a brief touching and so everyone uh all these young people and um lots of people not just young people all over italy are protesting that result and so i think you are going to start to see a shift and you know social media and stuff you got all these people taking to tiktok including uh, white o- uh, Lotus actor um, Paolo Camilla. Yeah, that's uh, Biggie and, and I watch that show now. That's, like, that's our show yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Is she Italian? Oh, you like that show? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, this last year was set in Italy. I yeah. guess she probably is an Italian actress. And yeah, we love you. Love that show. I, I was the one that told you about the guy that defecated in the suitcase. Yeah, exactly. But oh. that's a different story. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is our fault. <laughs> Remember we had that debate? I think he saved up yeah. his time to go until it was time to shoot the scene and then actually did it. But some said it was created by CGI. I never, I'll never, i never buy it. Prove it. Was, it. it was too... <laughs> Italian girl. Let's focus. It's too real. Yeah, yeah. Too real. There's girls being groped. I think that judge needs to be kicked off the bench, Lisa. It's terrible. Yeah. 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 If it happened in the U.S., you know, there, there are judicial standards, commissions and stuff, and you would... And I think the judge would catch a lot of flack and probably potentially even be, if not removed, you know, probably uh, have some kind of ramifications for it because Mm it is, I mean, it was just pretty bad. And not only did, you know, he pulled, he pulled, first he pulled apparently her underwear down, groped her. Then he like tried to pull him back up and gave her like a wedgie. She said that was like, wait a minute. And he said, he admitted, he went to court and admit, yes, I groped her without a consent for a little bit there, but I love her, and it was just a joke. Well, the girl said, well, you didn't feel like a joke to me, you know, and she's a, she's 17 years old. So a caretaker to yeah. school, is that kind of custodian, that's what I was thinking. groundskeeper? I think so. That's what I was thinking, too. And uh, he said, come on, girl, get over it, and she didn't get over it. And he was on the hook for three and a half years in jail had they thrown the book at him. Instead, they dismissed it. They acquitted him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Blood in the streets over this one. The Pope acquitted him. <laughs> yeah, the Pope. <laughs> the Pope's in that. She's show. a 17. My God. <laughs> terrible. Lisa, have you been to Amalfi? <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, really? Oh, oh, well, okay. Did you enjoy the experience? Because we had a caller earlier say it's too expensive and it's hard to get anywhere and you have to there's l- no beach. take your luggage and there's very little beach. What are your thoughts on it? It's beautiful though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't, you definitely, to me, you don't go like to, to lay on the beach. Like you're not like it's Myrtle beach or something. You know what I mean? You go yeah. yep. Yep. because it's, uh, I mean, you, there's a lot of walking train mm. riding, you know, that sort of thing, but it's definitely, it's spectacular. And all the, the buildings are painted, you know, they're like these 
Mm-hmm. You know, adobe looking buildings that are painted with these pretty mm-hmm. colors and yeah. it's beautiful not my thing give me myrtle yeah, yeah give, give me myrtle. give me a give salt, myrtle give me a salt water taffy let's get at it you know how <laughs> stop comparing everything to myrtle that's that what does that tell you <laughs> that's the gold standard that's the gold standard <laughs> is myrtle exactly Lisa Lanier, our official attorney of this program, as always. We appreciate you for Lawyer Up. You can find her at LanierLawGroup.com or HireHeavyweight.com. And we'll talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend. You as well. Or even <laughs> There she Ciao. goes. Lanier.